Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab and my guest this morning is a woman who is taking her mission of spreading positivity to new heights. Darlene Luff is a mother, singer, children's book author, and a cancer survivor who is proving every day how being grateful and giving back can have a profound impact. We met when I introduced her as the national anthem singer at the North Shore Cancer Walk. I was struck by her genuine kindness and sincere belief in the power of a positive attitude. She's here with us today. Darlene, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. It's so exciting. I know. I'm so happy to have you here in person. Let's start with our meeting. Of course, we were both at the North Shore Cancer Walk. I sort of emcee the walk and I was um, introducing you and I was so struck by you know, you didn't just get up and sing the anthem. For for, for one, you, you're an incredible singer. Oh, and thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, it was just incredible. And the song moved me because you did it w- with such emotion. Um, but then afterward, we, we got talking, and I realized that you yourself had a personal connection to the cause. You're a cancer survivor. I am. So let's survivor. go back to that um, because that kind of connects us. Um, talk to me a little bit about the diagnosis back in 2011. I was diagnosed with stage 3 uh, breast cancer in 2011 totally by accident. I, was, I had a stomach ache, and I wasn't feeling well for two weeks, intense stomach ache, to the point where I couldn't walk. Huh. And so finally, I went to the emergency room, and my family came with me. They ran a series of tests, and it was through, because I was complaining of my stomach, that they went a little higher on the testing for the belly area and such. So they went a little bit higher, and the person reading the results found my cancer. Um, that is such and a it was strange, already stage three. Right, mm-hmm. and it's so strange. I've never heard of anybody having stomach pain. Well, it's, the stomach pain that I was having was actually, they found at the time, was a blood clot in my kidney. Oh, my gosh. That I wouldn't have known had, you know, so. So that blood clot may have saved your the life. grace of grace yeah. of God, absolutely, yes. And and so uh, you had treatment. I did. I I had a series of, for a year and a half, chemo yep. and uh, radiation kicked my butt. Yes, um, but, but you kicked back. Oh, I had cancer. It didn't have me. Yeah. And it, you are now, tell us a health update. I am very happy. Um, I'm going to cry. I'm um, oh, well, very okay. excited to say that I am um, seven years in remission as we speak right now. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. And I really do believe in that. I had a lot of love and support from my family and friends. Yes. But truly, honestly, 150% the power of positivity because as tough as it was for me to keep going when I was going through my treatments, when I had a good day, I ran with it. Mm-hmm. And I did what ever I could I would have my wigs on I want to go karaoke and sing because I love to sing Um, I did whatever I could to get myself out that time and do it I enjoyed every moment let's talk about singing Mm -hmm. because that's how I met you you did this 
beautiful rendition of the national anthem Thank but you. you're not new to singing you've been singing for a long time yes uh i know that you, you you're going to be singing the anthem at the north shore cancer walk moving forward but you also auditioned for the voice i did i saw I that did. video which was so cool. i really did i was so excited uh, i auditioned for the voice and um in 2011 i was chosen to go and actually physically be there for audition. Did you make it in front of the famous judges I or just not the producers? I was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, that I stopped could you. could not make the travel. <gasps> I didn't and realize I it do, was the same time. Yes, and I had, to do, I, I had to do aggressive treatment so I couldn't make the travel. So they suggested that I do it through audio, video. Yeah. And that's what I did. And I just got really sick and couldn't continue. Yeah. But I did it. That is amazing. Yeah, I can say I put that on my bucket list. See, I'm a firm believer in that you never know what can happen or or what what can come true. The possibilities. You you try. Right. Exactly. The possibilities that lay in front of you. The worst it's going to say, worst people are going to say is no, or it's not going to happen. But I never give up. Right. And after you uh, went through this cancer journey, you decided to write a children's book. It's called The Magical Stickers. You yes. gave me one today. Thank you so much for oh, a copy. Welcome. And I will have you sign it later. Um, you gave me this book, The Magical Stickers. Tell me what made how you... How came about. How did, yeah. How did you think this is something? Because it's a book about explaining to children what a cancer diagnosis means so that it's not as scary for them if one of their family members has been diagnosed. Why? Uh, the Magical Stickers is based on real-life events. I kept a journal when I was going through cancer, and one of them was how I was going to explain to my grandson. I'm very family-orientated. And at the time, he was four. He's 12 now. How, how I was going to explain to him that I was sick. So he loved crafts and stickers. So I came up with an idea. I went to his favorite store. I bought 500 stickers. Is that all? <laughs> all different kinds, 500 stickers. Went over to his house, and um, his mother, my daughter, got him prepared, saying that I was going to come over without a wig. She was preparing him through that whole time. And you were bald at the time? I was. Okay. Um, and I, I went over, and I sat him down, and I said, you know Grammy's been sick, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, you want to be a big part of helping Grammy get better? And he said, yes. And I said, with the magic of your love and these stickers, if you take these stickers and put them all over Grammy's head, everywhere you put these stickers, Grammy's hair is going to grow back. Want to be a big part of that? Aww. And that's how the magical stickers came about. And when he started putting the stickers on my head, at first he was a little timid, you know, don't want to touch. But after a while, when there were a lot of stickers on my head, if you can imagine, I had 500 stickers on my <laughs> bald head. And we started. Do you have pictures of that? I, I hope. really do. Good. I do. Good. We, we started laughing. And after that, it didn't dawn on him that I was sick. And it, he was no longer afraid that I didn't have hair. We just continued to play. Well, and that's a good thing, whether it's cancer or any sickness, exactly. to teach people not to be afraid of people who have illness, because people who have illness need to have other people around them. Exactly. And they want that love and support. They don't want to feel like people like, oh, you know, you're too fragile. And so that's such a good message. What's the reaction been to the book? The reaction has been um, amazing, um, because it's not just a, a cancer book, and it's not just a children's book. It's just the format is how I went about it. It's a learning tool um, for any type of illness, if you want to explain. And, and for adults, too, because sometimes adults 
they're not sure how to handle things either. Right. And it's it's been amazing. I'm self-published, so getting it out there verbally, which I have no problem with the gift of gab. Um, <laughs> Me and is, you both is probably what drew <laughs> us together. I'm just saying. I love you, Sue. <laughs> is, is, um, is how the book is, is out there. It is available on Amazon.com. But as a self-publisher, it's not. You can go into any bookstore and ask for it, but it's not on the shelves yet. Yet. I am working on it. Oh, I bet you are. You're and I know a lot of the proceeds go to Camp Sunshine. Why 150% of the proceeds. Oh, it all, all goes all to Camp goes Sunshine. All Sunshine. So what's your connection to Camp Sunshine? And for people who aren't familiar, what is it? Um, camp Sunshine is a camp for terminally ill children and their families. Uh, it's located in Saco, Maine. It costs nothing for families to attend the camp. Uh, all family members are invited to go, not just the ill child, of many illnesses. Oh. And I found out about Camp Sunshine as I was going through cancer. Um, my treatments, I rode on the lake up there a lot. And one of my friends had pointed out, do you know what that is? I said, no. And they told me. I went home, did research, never stepped foot on the grounds. I called the director of the camp, learned more about it. And that year, wow. while I was going for treatment, I got a U-Haul truck donated, totally full, and drove it there with things that they needed. And from that day forward, my relationship with Camp Sunshine has been forever. Because I said, if those little children can go through any type of sickness and make it and be heroes, so I can, can I. I too, yes. Hey, if you're just waking up and tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and we've been chatting with Darlene Luff, a cancer survivor who has transformed her personal journey into a mission of spreading positivity. Darlene has written a children's book to help families explain a cancer diagnosis. She routinely gives back to charity initiatives and is an accomplished singer who performs the anthem every year at the North Shore Cancer Walk. Darlene also holds some pageant titles. Let's find out more about that as we continue our conversation. So let's talk about the pageantry world. Uh, how did you get involved in that? What titles have you held? Bring us, bring us down that road for a bit. Okay, first may I say, if someone were to tell me at the age of 55 you're going to have a local TV show, you're going to be an author of a children's book, and you're going to step stage with women who compete in the Miss USA pageant, I would have said, you are crazy. <laughs> what planet are you from? What have you been drinking? But exactly. <laughs> Some strong tequila. <laughs> but um, I... When I was diagnosed with cancer and they told me I was in remission, I'm like, sky's the limit. I've always been a positive person, but cancer only magnified it for me because I truly realized the value of life with everything that I've gone through. Yeah. So There's a I gratitude said, thing where you're really just like, is. you feel good when you wake up in the morning. That's not a given for everyone. It's, no. You have to be grateful. It, it really, it truly, truly is. And so I shared my journey on social media and at the time social media came out i'm still kind of learning it i didn't realize that they were private and public oops yeah <laughs> so you so went public I, well i was just sharing my story not realizing like the whole world's gonna hear it <laughs> and see it and this one woman it's a blessing that that happened because this one woman was following me and her name is charlie alejandro and she had reached out to me in a private message and said that a family member of hers, very close, was going through cancer, and that I was an inspiration to her from everything that I shared. This wow. young woman's name was Sarah. She was pregnant while carrying her second child, found out she was had cancer. 
opt out of treatment because she wanted to carry the baby. She delivered mm -hmm. her child, and through the whole time, she was following me. And she told her family, unbeknownst, Charlie Alejandro was Miss Petite USA. Oh, okay. And so they wanted to start a foundation in Sarah's name. Sarah said, I want Darlene to be the person to represent me. I love her personality. She's got my spirit. She's the one. I never met Sarah. She passed away. She passed away, and I was notified from the family to friend them, so I did. Now, once we became friends, they knew everything about me. They had a dinner in honor of Sarah, and I went. Now I'm thinking, I have no problem with the gift of gab. I'm meeting a Facebook friend for the first time, and unfortunately for the rest of my life, I am uh, involved in cancer, at cancer foundations, fundraisers, anything that anyone needs help with, I'm going to be right there. Um, so I went. And Sarah's husband stood on one side of me. Charlie stood on the other. After I sang, they asked me to sing. And the next thing you know, I feel something on my head and something going over. And it was the Sarah's Joy sash and crown. Sarah chose me before she passed. And I never met her. But I feel like I'm forever. We are soul sisters. That's amazing. Yeah. So you're sort of an ambassador I'm for their mission. I'm a lifetime queen ambassador for their mission. And their mission, it's called Sarah's Joy Foundation. Their mis mission is to bring joy to people while going through treatment or at end stages. Or yes, it's, it's through before, during, and afterwards. Um, Sarah's, Sarah's used to always say that people shouldn't have to spend every minute, every moment behind hospital walls. So they raise money to, if a, a cancer patient wants to go out for a little, go to a baseball game or, or go on a family picnic or things like that. Mm -hmm. That's what the Sarah Joy Foundation's mission is, to get them out of those four walls and make every moment of life every minute of life special and if they're having help afterwards and they need help having help i'm sorry if they need help afterwards with medical bills or mortgage payments because a lot of people can't work when they're going through right that, the sarah joy foundation um, is one that helps and they they do what they can in small or big right talk now about um your tv show stand strong what is that Stand strong. Again, um, cancer, believe it or not, opened the doors for me in so many ways. Pageantry, writing my children's book, and my TV show, and being here with you. Oh, thank you. Um, I always wanted to do a TV show. I love to sing, and as you can tell, I have no problem with the gift of gab. And I just didn't know what, when the right opportunity would be. Mm -hmm. How would I start? What would I do? Well, when I was diagnosed with cancer, and then they told me I was in remission, I thought to myself, this is your time. It's time. Mm -hmm. And how I came up with the name Stand Strong, Stand Strong. My TV show is a fun, educational, motivational show about people overcoming life's obstacles. Where can people see it? It's located, I busted tailed, it airs in 40 cities. It's access television. Mm -hmm. um, but whatever your access television station is, be it Peabody, Beverly, Danvers, Stoneham, Wakefield, Melrose, it's gone out to that far. That would be on your local access television. But it is also, I'm working, it'll be available on YouTube. I was just going to say, online. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still learning how to do that yeah. the right way. As I said earlier, eh, I, I, I'm still learning, but, but it'll happen. Because my mission is to spread positivity. 
life's not easy and we all go through hard times. The difference is we can all handle the easy times in life. That's easy. We can all handle that. It's how you handle the tough times that builds one's character. And people have and gone through many journeys. Yeah. And if you've gone through a tragedy, be it cancer or any other type of tragedy, but you've overcome it, my show, even if we've touched one person and that one person sees and says, oh, my gosh, I can get past this, then we've made a difference. And who do you have on? Do you have on guests who have overcome obstacles? Do you? I have done shows on Parkinson's disease. Okay. I have done shows on um, child abuse, cancer, obviously. Um, I've done shows on bullying. Um, I've done shows on some things people say, whoa, you're going to touch that subject. Yes, because there are subjects that need to be heard. Um, bullying is a huge part of mine. I'm doing a show with um, Senator Lovely. Um, we're taping soon, uh, and it will be on bullying. It's very important. These, these issues need to be talked about. And I'm having this guest, I'm looking forward to this taping, um, children come on and talk about what it's like to be bullied as a child. Right. And then adults. I'm having adults come on. So messages of many different things, not just health issues, but things that happen to us in everyday life. Remarkable. If you're just joining us, this is Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Sue Tab, and our guest today is Darlene Loof, who is sharing her own personal story of being a cancer survivor and also what she is doing to spread joy and positivity in big ways and in small ways. Darlene is proving that attitude is everything. She is also demonstrating the importance of giving back, spending time helping worthy charities like Camp Sunshine and Sarah's Joy Foundation. Let's continue on. I want to talk to you a little bit about um, your personal journey. And you said you've been sharing a, a lot on social media. You've had an impact on a lot of people, obviously. Um, so, so now that, and I know sort of it was by accident at first going so public with it, but now the silver lining is you must feel good that you're having a direct impact out there on people who somehow relate to what you've been through or who are sort of... Um, really hearing that message of positivity you know it, it's it's kind of amazing I used to think when I was younger what is my purpose here on earth well why am I here and as I got older besides my children obviously my children are of my course, pride and joy of course but I used to think what is my purpose as I said cancer opened the doors for me for many reasons I now realize that my purpose here, when I was diagnosed, I, at first I said what most people do, why me? Mm -hmm. But then it dawned on me when I was going through my treatments, my first treatments and sitting there and really thinking about it, it dawned on me that I was chosen. I'm going to get emotional. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. That I was chosen by whatever powers that be mm -hmm. because I am strong enough and because my purpose here on earth is not yet done. Mm-hmm. I have a message, and that message is life is a gift. Mm -hmm. And people tend to take it for granted. And it's ours to do with whatever we want. My favorite thing since they told me I was in remission is that every day I'm blessed to re-gift that. I'm blessed to unwrap it every day right. and make it what I want to make it. Everyone has the opportunity to make it what you want to make it. One minute, one moment, one hour, one day at a time. Look at the positive things in life. 
instead of all the negative, you know, uh, like traffic driving in here today was like, ooh, people tend to get angry and stuff. Yeah, you can, you do, but you got to stop, take a step back. Is it worth ruining your day for that five, ten minutes of sitting in traffic? And you're going to get angry. You're going to mm-hmm. get tense. It makes you tense and angry doing all of that. Or it is what it is. Right. You go through it, and then you move on. Right. And by the way, you were on, like, I know it took you a long time to get here today. The traffic was terrible. <laughs> Two and a half hours. But, it, <laughs> but I'm sure you thought, but look where I'm going. I'm going to spread my message. I was so excited. I've been so excited and so looking forward to this. I mean... It's just, well, I'm a huge fan of Magic 106.7. Oh, thank you, you and Dave <laughs> and Kendra. I love you all. And I used, I never thought I'd be sitting in the studio here with you guys doing this and spreading my message. It's a, it's a blessing. It's an honor. And I thank you so much for giving oh, me the opportunity. We are honored to have you here. I want to ask you about your role models because when you grew up, were you around positive role models? No, actually, um, that's another reason why I think I'm even more positive of a person with everything life's hit me. Life has not been easy for me, but I never feel sorry for myself. I don't feel sorry for myself as a child. I didn't feel sorry for myself as an adult and going through cancer. No, I had a very rough upbringing, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't good. But I even knew back then. I don't know why. This but won't I, define me. I always said, ah. There's this something, is yeah. something different here. They're, they're, I'm meant to do something. So deal with it while you can. Because when you're a child, you can't. It's hard to get out of certain things. You have to wait. And I did. But I always knew. Uh-uh. Well, and as a child, it's hard to have the foresight to think exactly. that this will pass. And there are other things waiting for me, right? You yeah, you know, how in the uh, what got me through my my childhood when I was younger and it was scary was I've been singing for my whole life. I used to sing in the schoolyard, and all my adult friends now, all my friends I went to school with then, they're like, I remember you singing in the schoolyard. That got me through. I would just, I used to pretend that I had my own TV show, and you know that. And look at you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that got me through. So um, what got me through when I was a child was, even then I had a positive attitude. I'm like, uh-uh, this is going to happen, because I know there's, there's got to be something better out there. So speaking of that, what what do you still want to do? What's on the bucket list? Because it doesn't sound like your work here is done. Oh, it's not. <laughs> um, well, one of the things that I, I we mentioned singing. I love to sing. And I, I sing the national anthem anywhere that they ask me to, mostly for cancer fundraisers and things, which is an honor. But my ultimate dream, and it would be because of my grandpa, Again, you're going to make me cry. Oh, um, it's okay. My grandparents um, raised me most of the time when they could, but they, they were older, so it was hard. But my grandpa loved sports, especially Red Sox. Um, he loved Boston sports. And I used, to, I used to watch it with him, and I used to see people sing the anthem. I'm like, oh, Grandpa, I'm going to do that one day. And he used to say, don't worry, sweetheart. You will. Someday you will. Don't worry. I have faith in you, and I'm very proud of you. Aww. So every time I sing the national anthem, I look him. up, and I yeah. see my Grandpa. And I'm telling you, one of these days, I promise, Grandpa, I will be singing either at Fenway or at Gillette Stadium or in the garden I don't know. I don't know if it's for a sports event or whatever, but I will sing the national anthem, and it will be for my grandpa. 
I believe you. <laughs> Seeing what you've done just so far, I totally believe that anything is possible for you. And that's the thing that you're, the message that I think that you send to everybody is that look at what lies before you and the possibilities that lie before you and, and, and actually go for it. So we're running out of time here. What do you hope your legacy will be when people say, oh, Darlene, you know, what, what do you hope that they would say about you and your life? Wow, that's a great question. It's a hard one, I know. And it's probably hard to put in one I, sentence based on the, the scope of who you are. But, you know, what is the main thing you'd want people to take away from the journey that you've had? If they had to, if they were asking and remembrance of me, I would hope that they would say she always smiled. She overcame so many tough things that kicked her butt at times and would have kicked most people's butts. But she always smiled. She always remained positive. She always had a positive light. And she loved life so much. And she loved people and her family and everyone around her. Your she family. left hope. Yeah, your family. You have kids. You have grandkids. I do. They must be so proud of you. They are, as as I am very proud of them. My daughter's a huge advocate for Hawk Foundation, and my son owns his own graphic design company, but he also has a band, and they're up and coming. They just came back from tour wow. in Canada. So and, the singing uh, is in the family. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, we're running out of time, and I hate to say, but here we are at the end of the interview already, and it's been amazing. Thank, Thank you. you. So I mean, you share so much of who you are as a person and there's just so much emotion I mean it's been a while since you had cancer and yet you speak of it still as though it's so close I do because there are a lot of people that are suffering right. and going through cancer it's everywhere I don't know one person that doesn't know anyone that's touched by cancer right be it personally or through a friend and it, it we need to kick its butt we do. Yeah. And in the meantime, I want to see you singing the national anthem at Fenway Park. <laughs> Me too. Lady. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us today. Oh, thank today. you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Darlene, for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We are grateful for the power, powerful light you radiate, for graciously sharing your gifts, and for the impact you are having on the community through your work. I'm Sue Tab. You've been listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. Remember that exceptional women are everywhere. We talk to celebrities and authors and CEOs, but we are also interested in your neighbors and coworkers and friends who might be out there quietly making an impact out in their communities. Email us if you know someone you'd like to suggest. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks to my producer, David O'Leary, and to all of you for listening. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 730 for another edition of Exceptional Women. Have a great day, everyone.